I've been fortunate to travel to some pretty amazing places. I've hiked up the steps to the Parthenon in Athens, Greece, and seen this magnificent structure built thousands of years ago. I've walked the streets of Rome and come up to the Colosseum, this unbelievably huge stadium built thousands of years ago, 2,000 years ago, to house tens of thousands of people coming together. I've been fortunate enough to walk up streets in Edinburgh, come to see Edinburgh Castle and the mystique of it and the aura that it brings. And each time you've seen these places, it is not what it originally was. For some of them, it's a shell of what they once were. You get a glimpse of what it once was. But generally, there's some kind of very obvious way in which they have become shambles. They've turned to rubble at some extent. And yes, they've been maintained so people can still enjoy their beauty and magnificent. But I wonder as I stand among some of these places, when they were at their height of their glory and power and might, did they ever stop and say, this is all gonna end. This is just fleeting. Some point, thousands of years from now, there's going to be strangers from all over the world walking these halls that I have no idea who they are, towing their kids along with them. You know, did they ever, did Caesar ever, in the midst of one of these uh, gladiator fights, stop and announce, everybody, listen to me. What we are experiencing now will not last. The end of it is inevitable. Therefore, let us have a day to remember the day in which we will die. <laughs> I can't imagine Caesar doing something like that. I can't imagine uh, the ancient Greek people thinking about that with their gods, right? In which they would have a day in which they would remember that they will die. Instead, it seems like these magnificent societies, cultures, empires, they cling to their empire for as long as they can, and they refuse to ever acknowledge that it will come to an end, that it will not last, that it is temporary. I can't imagine Caesar ever doing something like that. And yet that is essentially what Ash Wednesday is. It is a day, not even so much about the society, right? Like America is going to come to an end, although all societies have. But it's how to look at us as humans, frail, fragile humans, that we do die that we are not permanent, 
that the life as we know it will come to an end. There's a saying that I remember from Confession Forgiveness. We've probably said it before, but I remember as a kid, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. I think an aspect of sin, a really powerful one, is to deny the fact that we die, is to not acknowledge that truth, to know that we are not immortal, the end-all, be-all of everything. We spend our lives denying that, don't we? Avoiding it, ignoring it. Yet we have a day here on Ash Wednesday to say life is fleeting. It's fragile. As there was a day in which we took our first breath, there will come a day in which we take our last breath. That's why we say ashes to ashes, dust to dust. It's why we take ash and we dip our thumb in it and we make a mark on our forehead but this is what you need to know yes it is ashes to ashes dust to dust but we don't just make a smudge on our forehead no matter what it might look like we make we use the ash to make a mark in the shape of a cross that even though we are mortal, we will die. We are created by one who has conquered death. We are created by one who breathes life into that dust. We are loved by one who redeems, who sustains. And that if we were left to our own devices, death would be the end. But that's not the truth that is within us. So we have today to acknowledge the ways in which we've denied and ignored and deceived ourselves so we can be reminded that yes, we are, life is fragile and will come to an end. But through Christ, we will be reborn. So this is what I ask you to do. You should have received some ash. Uh, hopefully you picked it up at church. If you didn't, there's several things you can do. Um, if you have last year's palm, I'm sure we all have those lying around. You can burn that. If you don't have that, that's fine also. Take a sheet of paper. Write down some things that prevent you from living the life God has called you to. Crumple it up and burn it. Take that ash. Dip your thumb in it. If you're by yourself, do it to yourself. If you're with somebody, have you mark the cross on their forehead. Have them mark the cross on your forehead. And say these words. Remember you are dust. And to dust you shall return. Go ahead and do that now on your own forehead or on the forehead of the people you're with. And then hopefully you picked up one of these cards at the church if you picked up your ashes. It's a reminder. It just says, remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. And then on the flip side, there's a prayer. 
So after we say this prayer, after you do this, put this card on your fridge, put it on your mirror, tape it to the steering wheel, somewhere where you'll see it on a regular basis. But pray this prayer with me. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. May these ashes be a sign of immortality and penitence, reminding us that only by the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ we are given eternal life through the same Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.